Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. On a Wednesday night, talking some dynamite. Terrence Sullivan is in here. What is up, brother? Come on in, relax. Grab yourself a cold one. We're going to talk some wrestling, but before we do, we get some of the plugs out of the way. You know what to do. We smash that like button. We smash that sub button. and We ring that bell for notifications so that you know when more of my content hits your screen. You want to help support the podcast. If you're watching on Twitch, you can follow, you can sub, gift subs, you can cheer bits, all that great stuff. There's also a link in the description for the latest Smashes podcast merch. Go get yourself some Smashing merch. Primetime CM Chris, what is up? Good to see you. All right, so. Uh, one thing I did want to cover, and I apologize, I'm not, I know they covered like the results and stuff, but they ran them down like so fast. I didn't write them down. Um, <laughs> Critical Sting says, Kenny Oneida. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's pretty funny. Um, the Japanese end of the bracket for the women's uh, tournament that's going on to find a number one contender for Hikaru Shida for Revolution is going on right now. And they had the first four matches Monday night. Now, I watched some of it. Um, from what I saw, the, the matches were good. I watched, like, the first match and part of the second match. Uh, it's... I wish they could have done something more with the setting because it basically looked like it was done in somebody's basement. Um, like Production-wise, it was really lacking. It really was. Um, I mean, they had a little entranceway and they had some lights above, but it basically looked like it was you know done in somebody's basement. It just, uh, man... Like, they could have done so much more to spruce it up. Like, compared to what we're seeing at Daly's Place with the big stage and everything, I, I'm not saying put the Japanese ladies in an arena or something like that. I'm not saying that. But they just could have done, like, so much more. You know, I feel... Um, so I am going to watch them because they deserve to be watched, especially when you're seeing veterans like Aja Kong in there. She's just a beast. Um, but yeah, like Emmy, uh, she's great to watch too. Some different ring gear too. It's, it's great to see. So yeah, I'm going to, um, I am going to catch up on those styles is in here. What's up? Swack fan. True colors. What's up, brother? Um, uh, 
so yeah so that's um i mean i understand why they put it on youtube because of what it looked like i get it but um man it, it deserves to be on dark or something else you know what i mean it totally does so um <laughs> True colors. <laughs> he says Kenny might not be at Rebellion after all because he and Mox might murder each other at Revolution. Yeah, we'll we'll get into what they announced at the end of the show. Um, yeah, seriously, Kenny Kenny Oneida all the way. Um, I'm I'm a little shocked. I'm a little shocked, but I'm uh, I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it. And they've got a few more weeks to build this up. It, it's going to be interesting to see like where this goes. I mean, I'm glad that Mox is getting his rematch. But there's all these other little things happening big picture-wise, you know, with all the doors opening up, you know. I mean, there's there's room for so many things to happen, you know. And uh, yeah, so so uh, Tony wasn't lying last night on on Impact in his little uh, prepaid ad that he did with uh, Tony Schiavone, if you will. Uh, you know, he said that Kenny was going to have a surprise, and uh, sure enough, you know, and I, I felt I felt like during the show we weren't going to get the payoff on that but we did we did in a really big way so i was really happy about that <clears throat> yeah true colors you are true it's it says it's the pandemic what can you do yeah you you are right there you are right <clears throat> it just i just wish you could have done just a little more to make it look a little bigger you know what i mean just you know I mean, come on, you got, you got some big bucks flowing here, you know, you can set up something, I don't know, but anyways, so, all right, so let's get into this, we are covering AEW Dynamite Season 3, Episode 7, we start out with, um, Oh, for a second there, I couldn't read my writing. My goodness. Um, I'm going to have to start typing these out. No. <laughs> Hangman Adam Page and Big Money Matt Hardy versus TH2 um, and Helico and Jack Evans. Man, I I got to say, this... This was a great way to start out this episode. I mean, they always start out with something hot and they never fail in my opinion. In my opinion, they never fail. They always start out with something big, something really just a ton of action, fast paced, you know, so it's like, you know, right off the bat, you don't want to change the channel, you know? Um, and I got to say every time, I see Adam Page in the ring now. I become a bigger and bigger fan. And I've talked about this before that I am a, I have always been a fan 
excuse me. I've always been a fan of Hangman Adam Page, but it took me like a long time to really get to the point where I was like really caring about seeing him in the ring. And I feel like over the course of the last year, I'm finally there. Now, I know some fans would look at me and say, well, what the hell is the matter with you? Well, look, it's, it, what, do they, what do they say? Different strokes for different folks or whatever. Um, <clears throat> you know, just sometimes uh, you just don't, you don't see it right away. That it factor. You don't see it. And I knew he was talented. And I've seen it for the last what handful of years that I've been a fan of his between you know the Bullet Club stuff to all in to AEW now. Um so yeah, it's just yeah, I'm I'm getting to the point now where Adam Page is seriously becoming one of my favorites to watch. I mean, I've got a lot of favorites that I enjoy watching, but to like really, you know, pick an assorted few out of that whole incredibly talented roster and be like, that's a guy that I'm going to back, you know, or that's a tag team. That's really becoming my favorite, you know, or one of my favorites. I've always loved the bucks. You know, they, they've always been one of my favorites. Um, and I've loved Sammy Guevara for years. And when he became a part of this brand, I was super happy about it. Like I always, I was wanted him to stay with impact. And I was like, really when I started watching impact again, but it, it wasn't to be, um, but yeah, uh, this, this was a very, I mean, and Helico and Jack Evans are so underrated. I, I wish, I wish they were featured more, but I get why they're not. You know, because they, they have such a loaded tag team roster, and now it looks like it's going to grow even more. So you've got certain teams that just, you know, they they play second fiddle to other ones that they really push, you know, like MJF and Jericho. Um, and unfortunately, like a team like, you know, LAX or Santana Ortiz, they don't call them LAX here, but I'll always think of them as, LAX, but this was a this was fun, and and, and I've said this before. Uh, big money, Matt Matt Hardy, man, he's he's really revitalized his career here. I mean, he started doing a, like a lot of different stuff, and it just it seemed like it took a while to really hone in on what he wanted to do because he was just jumping all over the place, a million different personalities and brokenness and whatever that and now he's like really sticking with this so that's good to see i'm i'm enjoying this um and then this is funny because it took me a couple days later after the last episode when and i know i'm backtracking here but just bear with me when uh hangman signed the contract and i'm surprised no one said this in the chat at least I didn't see anybody say it at the time. I could have missed it. But I did not realize while then I was while I was watching, I could have blinked, I could have grabbed my drink or grabbed a snack or something. I did not see 
Hangman Adam Page pull that other contract out of his pocket and stuff the other one back in his jacket, sign it, have Matt sign it, and then give him that one. I completely was oblivious to that. I did not realize it until I saw someone on another podcast. I don't remember who. <clears throat> probably, I probably I was like the what the five minute rundowns that um, that Wrestle Talk does the next day, and that was when I realized I was like, wait, Paige did what? And I was like, oh my god, I missed that. And then I started seeing clips throughout the week that you know, you know, the little the switcheroo, and I was like, oh, oh, that was brilliant. I, how did I miss that? But I miss stuff you know, sometimes, you know. Yeah, or you look down at your phone for a second, you know, and it's like, so I've been trying to like stay off my phone more and more. And it's for reasons like this, like you miss those little things and the very important thing. So, um, <laughs> true color says we probably did say it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Take it, take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, great tag team match here to start out. And then uh, Matt Hardy grabs the mic and he talks about how how excited he is. And then um, and then Adam Page brings out the paperwork like, hey, I want to show you something. And they're going back and forth. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, I don't know what the guys call whatever they call them um but um so he comes out with the paperwork and he's, he's doing his thing and uh they're talking and uh matt finds out that uh per the per the contract um he's going to end up uh facing page <clears throat> that Matt Hardy is going to end up facing page at revolution in a big money match. So whoever wins is going to end up getting the first quarter earnings of the other guy. So they're both, you know, going for a big mascot. Thank you. It's completely. See, I don't watch sports lately. So like little things like that get, like you know, those 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 little rarely used words just end up going getting filed away somewhere, just gone. They just evaporate in 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 the far regions of the netherworld of my brain. So, <laughs> damn it! Don't grow old. It sucks. <clears throat> Stay young forever, or try to at least. It's at least it's all up here. Stay young up here. That's a, that's what's most important. <clears throat> Valet doesn't watch. She doesn't watch sports either. Well, there you go. I watch a little. Like you know, I, I try to keep track of what's going on in in my state. But that's about it. It's like like oh you know like all oh, the Bucks are doing good. Like I saw an ad during the show tonight that um was it toronto toronto's gonna face milwaukee and that's what tomorrow night so i was like oh okay so i guess 
I guess, basketball starting up again. I don't know if this is preseason or what. I'm really out of touch with the whole thing. All I know is that they re-signed the Greek freak, and that's, like, got everybody happy in Milwaukee. So, if you're a basketball fan. So, so yeah. <clears throat> yes, yeah, see them. They got a match at Revolution. Did I not say that? I thought I said that. So, yeah. Blake says I'm older than you, uh, but I but I find it out. Yeah, um, I hear you. I hear you. We do we do what we can. Critical Sting says it's over a month into the regular season. Oh, well, so that shows how much I pay attention. See, I, I didn't even realize that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Terrence says it's one third into the regular season. Well, damn it. Good for them. Good for them. RK says, how did I get a filet of fish with no fish? I don't know. Stop going to that place for fish sandwiches, apparently. I'm not sure where that came from, but that's okay. Not going to question you. All right. Um, so Matt Hardy's not happy about this match announcement. So then we find out that... Uh, was it Mark Quinn, I believe, one half of the private party? He attacks Paige, and then Matt Hardy informs uh, Angelico and Jack Evans, hey, I'll pay you both $3,000. I don't know where they got this number from, but, but, but $3,700 to kick his ass. So they're all kicking his ass. And then... Uh, the Dark Order comes in and saves Hangman and a page. So we've got this story is actually still going. This little, like, like the Dark Order is like really, really still honing in on having Hangman and a page join their group, joining the Dark Order. And I, I, I got a feeling like it's going to happen someday. It, I think it's going to happen. But I like the fact that we've got some like long-term storytelling going on here. I'm okay with that. I'm all right. It's it's very slow. It's slower than uh, it's slower than the fact that we're still waiting for like more people from Impact Wrestling to show up. That you know. <laughs> oh man! But hey, that's okay. Um, it, it, it is what it is. Terrence Sullivan says Shamrock McFlurry or Shamrock Milkshake. What do y'all prefer? Um, 
I didn't know they made Shamrock McFlurries. I always just order the uh, at least one, at least one during the uh, Shamrock Shake season. I, I get that, but I might, you know, I might have to get the McFlurry. But I got to get the shake first. That's just yummy. And my problem is I drink it so fast that I end up getting a, 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 a stomach ache. That's that's my problem. So <laughs> I got to stock up on the Tums if I'm hitting Mickey D's for that. So, um, anyways, we're, we're way off track. Anyways, um, so yeah, great first segment here. We get a match for Revolution, so and we'll go over that card because that card really beefed up during this episode, which was good to see because it was really, really lacking there for a while. And then we got a, a promo from Santana and Ortiz talking about how it's been over a year and a half Um you know, waiting for them to get this opportunity because they are one of the best tag teams, in my opinion. I don't think too many people would argue with that. They are one of the best tag teams on this brand of AEW. And um, the fact that it's taken this long in a situation like this where you pretty much know how the finish is going to go, it's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Jericho and uh, MJF are spouting off about Sammy. And Jericho utters the words that, that Sammy is just dead to him. He doesn't want his name uttered in interviews anymore. And um, the, the fact that MJF is pulling oh, the, the what's the expression pulling the wool over his eyes that MJF is actually tricking Jericho into thinking about you know so negatively about uh, Sammy Guevara it's uh mind-boggling but you know the man does drink a lot of great goose and that's probably you know altering his his logical thinking so unfortunately um less gray goose jericho and you you might get your old friend back there you go there's some suggestions there uh <laughs> we get a great uh match next we we've got uh, the next match in the women's elimination uh the women's eliminator tournament uh all ending up at revolution trying to find a number one contender serena deeb versus the return of rio and they, they said we haven't seen rio in like over a year i forget what the date was i'm sure somebody's gonna put it in the comments um but yeah great to see former women's champion back and this match was a great reminder of how good she was i mean this really was a toss-up i didn't want to assume assume anything on either one as far as who was winning this one 
This one was dead even throughout the whole match. The counters, the two counts, everything. This was, in my opinion, one of the best women's matches. Now, this is not to you know upset any of my other the, the, the fans that watch other brands that I watch, of course, you know, Impact or WWE or whatever, but this match, in my opinion is one of the best women's matches of the year so far. This one just blew my mind. Serena Deeb, what a, just reminded me again how great it is to have her as a part of this brand. Just amazing. Great to see Rio back. Rio takes the win here. Um, I was a little surprised. I thought they was going to go with um, Serena Deeb, but I have no doubt that Serena Deeb is going to get another like title contention. Uh, she'll be defending her NWA women's title on TV soon. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting now because NWA sadly is pretty much just represented by their champions right now. There's as we saw over the course of this last weekend, former men's tag champ, uh, Eli Drake got signed by NXT L a night. I'm very happy for him. He finally gets, uh, you know, gets, get gets to be on a bigger stage again. So very excited to see what he's going to be doing there. Um, but yeah, tremendous women's match. Sound off in the in the comments. Let me know what you you thought of this match. And uh, what's next here? Uh, we get the announcement. Well, they, they they announced this already, but they bring up that uh, Wednesday, March third, Shaq and Jade Cargill are going to be facing uh, Cody Rhodes and and Red Velvet. Um, I, I am curious to see what Shaq is going to do in the ring, but I am so not excited for this. I'm really not like, I, I get the co-promotion thing because TNT is doing something with Shaq. I get it, <clears throat> but they could have done they could have done something else. They could have done a big man match. They could have put, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no one's that big. <laughs> they could have done like Luchasaurus or Lance Archer versus Shaq or something. I don't understand the Cody thing at all. I just, I don't know. Just, I'm just not. I'll watch it. But I'm not looking forward to it. But that's not the only stuff we get with Cody tonight. We'll get to that later. Um, Orange Cassidy versus Luther. Um, incredibly disappointing. Incredibly disappointing. Um. Uh, this one was short. I was actually, cause I'm, I'm new 
to seeing, you know, Luther. Luther has been around as long as Jericho has been. But as far as American fans, him being a part of this brand is like the first time that people are witnessing what he can do in a ring. And I really like I'm I'm trusting Jericho's taste here in wrestlers. And I'm really curious to see what he could do because he's a classic deathmatch guy. So I want to see more of him. I want to see what he can do. He's got a gnarly look. He's, you know, quite the he's got some charisma. I want to see him in matches. And this one lasted what a minute? You know, he put he he uh he did one move to Cassidy. They brawled outside for a couple seconds, got back in the ring, and Orange Cassidy hit him with one move. The 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 punch, the orange punch, whatever they call it. And that was it. That was it. That was the match. I was like, really? I that was that was uh mildly upsetting. I was like, I really wanted to see something here, you know, because I I don't want to just see these. I mean, once in a while, these kind of matches are appropriate, but this is not the kind, this is not the time I wanted to see this kind of match. Cause I enjoy watching orange Cassidy wrestle. I didn't want to see him walk in the ring, punch him and pin him. I mean, I was, that's just, it's not my cup of tea, not my cup of tea. Hopefully uh, they do more with him in the future and Luther for that matter. You know, <laughs> true colors. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to call it a squash match. It's, it's just, it's just nonsense. I just, I don't know. Just didn't like it. But anyways, the, I've talked about it longer than the match went on. I think. <laughs> now uh, it gets a little better here. We got Team Taz coming out, uh, and only part of Team Taz. The weather affected a lot of parts of the country, affected travel. So you only got, um, you know, that's why we got, you know, this guy from this team and this guy from this team. Um, cucumber? What? What are you saying cucumber for? I don't know. Zach, you're confusing me. <laughs> Critical Sting says, you think Luther is going to get real screen time outside of BTE? Well, a man can hope. A man can hope. Yeah, he probably does have more screen time on BTE than in the ring. But, hey, whatever. It is what it is. Um, oh, Ricky Starks is based in Houston. Ah, well, that explains a lot. Yeah, Texas is hurting. I mean, we're, we're used to this in Wisconsin, and but places like Texas are not built for this. You know, we've got insulated houses, and our power is drastically different, whereas their power is – horribly all over the place and inconsistent right now. And uh, if anybody's from down in that area, I hope and pray you stay safe. I know my buddy, Mark, you know, T and I, uncle Mark, he, he lives down in Texas. So I'm, I'm hoping and praying he's, he and his family stay safe. Cause man, that's no fun trying to fight the cold and your power keeps going out. That's dangerous, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I hope everybody's, that, <laughs> I saw some videos earlier today of cars just, you know, 
just sliding hundreds of yards down the street, just completely out of control. It's like, you know, we, the cars around here drive 50 miles an hour, know exactly how to drive. Usually that first week of the snowfall around here, you see a few accidents, but now it's like, all right. Yeah. People remember how to drive in the snow and we're fine. You know, they, but they do say once in a while, don't go out if you don't have to. But even when we have to, it's like, we just deal with it and we're fine. You know, you see a few fender benders, but the people down south are just like, oh, my God, counties upon counties upon counties. The entire state is just shut down. They're like, nope, we'll see you in March. You know, <laughs> I feel for them, though. I feel for them. It's just crazy. No, Zach, they're not sliding in the checkers employees. You'd stop that. That's 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 not. Damn. Jiminy Christmas. Yeah, seriously. It's crazy. Just behave yourself, Zach. Behave yourself. <laughs> All right. We continue. Oh, uh, yeah. So go. So Team Taz is down there. Um, Taz has got the mic, of course. He's out there with Cage and uh, his son, Hook. And... Um, and they call out Sting. Uh, they basically beat him to the punch because the whole thing that was promoted was uh, Sting is going to call out Team Taz because of what happened with Darby. Well, Sting comes out uh, with his you know trench base. It's snowing, snowing in Daly's place. I'm sure they really enjoyed that. You know, so we don't have enough, but you know, Sting shows up and it's snowing. Sting, seriously, stop with the snow. The country's not having it right now. <laughs> You're going to make people start changing the channel. People are so sick of snow. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so Sting comes out swinging his baseball bat, you know, just like, hey, I'm ready. You know, uh, he didn't, he, he came alone. He didn't bring nobody, and, and Taz is mouthing off to him, saying, "Well, you, uh, you know, you brought your baseball bat, you know. It's, it's we're just there's there's only a few of us here, you know. You, did you have to bring the baseball bat? Sting tosses the baseball bat, takes his jacket off, throws it at Cage, starts beating on him. I was shocked. I did not know. I did not know that things were gonna get physical. I was shocked." I was pleasantly, I'll say I was pleasantly surprised. He starts beating on Cage, and Hook comes up behind Sting with the baseball bat. Sting overpowers him, gets him, but then uh, Cage attacks Sting and ends up uh, powerbombing him. And, um, man, Cage's powerbomb is nothing to sneeze at. He just drills him into the mat. So this is the first physicality that we've seen Sting do in a long, long, long time. Several years. I'll say it's, what, what five years? Five-ish, give or take a little years that we've seen that. So, um, so. <laughs> And he sold the hell out of that too. He just, you know, the, the camera was doing the slow zoom in on him and he was just laying there like, 
oh my god why did i come back you know it's, it, was, it was funny so um yeah this this so this was good you know i'm i'm, I'm glad how do i say this I've been very fearful of how ready Sting is to be in the ring. Okay. But he wouldn't have come back and he wouldn't have started all this if he wasn't ready. So you just got to hope and pray that, you know, whatever happens in the future, that he doesn't end up, you know, injuring himself because he is up there in age, you know, he's at the age where a lot of guys are like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. But hopefully sings in good shape. And I don't know, you know, how anything specific with his neck and whatever is doing. So, um, yeah, I, I thought I heard that blood rain, uh, that, uh, Jr. flubbed up on the whole, um, Omega thing that was that was comical. That you know, it's a slip, whatever. I'm not gonna give that any more time than, than it has to be. Um, <laughs> RK, I hope he was just selling that power bomb. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. Um, hell, they probably did one earlier just to see how it was, you know, but I'm sure he's been active in the ring. Uh, getting rid of the ring rust and whatever. So, so, um, so yeah. So Team Taz one, Sting zero. <laughs> as far as getting physical, yeah, I wrote down OMG, you know, because I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. Because all we've seen is promos, you know, or lack thereof. You know, Sting just shows up and everybody scatters, you know, like cockroaches. Um, no Darby, you know, well, hopefully uh, he'll be back next week. You know, obviously they dragged him off to, what What did they say? FTW land or whatever. <laughs> FTW world. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Next we get the AEW. Uh, Tag team titles on the line. Santana and Ortiz with the rest of Inner Circle out there. Of course, minus minus Sammy. Versus the tag champs, the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick. And, um, man, Inner Circle gets ejected. Good on the ref here. Because MJF was about to throw a cheap shot at, uh, was it Ortiz? I believe it was Ortiz. And, um but yeah, just and just proving once again how good Santana and Ortiz really are. This this one this should have happened a long time ago. Long time ago. Could not believe it took this long. But it is what it is, you know. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm not going to I mean, we we've, we've all commented on how much we've We've seen the lack of uh, use of uh, Santana Ortiz. Now, I realize over the holidays there was some family stuff going on with uh, Santana. He lost his was it, uh, father, father or uncle. I think it was his father. Um, so obviously, you know, they weren't going to do anything with the tag team around that time. So, um, 
Critical Sting says it did happen a long time ago in 2019. Oh, see, it happened so long ago, I didn't even remember. It must have been like right after they showed. Oh, was that when they showed up? And then they ended up uh, facing the Young Bucks. But that was before the Young Bucks were tag champs. I think that's what it was. Oh, Santana lost a stepfather. Okay, all right. True Color says Full Gear 2019. Oh, okay, all right. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Young Bucks had a lot of crazy um, rivalries, and the the ones that I always think about are um, Lucha Bros. You know, back when um, the brand first started, those were insane, and those were all about the the AAA tag titles at that time. That was that was a lot of fun. So, um, but yeah, great match here course the young bucks won but um but hey they beat him clean there was no uh there was no interference but then as, as soon as the young bucks won the inner circle came down to attack them and then the good brothers took them a while to get out there it really did it, it really felt like uh don callis was trying to uh you know reel the guys back but uh, finally sends out the Good Brothers. Didn't send out Kenny. Didn't send out the champ, but sent out the Good Brothers. And the Good Brothers came out there. What did Tony, Tony Skiwo and say? Oh, yeah, here come the Good Brothers tiptoeing out to the ring or something like that. <laughs> oh, man, he is not a fan of the Good Brothers or this whole Bullet Club thing. is, man. Uh I, I would love to see just like an hour long mega just rant fest between Tony and Jr. about all the Bullet Club stuff going on. I'd, I'd love to see it. What, what did Jr. say the first night? Kenny ran off with the title. He's running like a scalded dog. <laughs> He's uh, he's one of a kind. Um, see, it's it's moments like that that make up for when he does little flubs, like accidentally calling Kenny Omega the WWE champion. Like it happened so fast, I'm like, wait, did he just? Oh, okay, whatever. We continue. You know, I'm I'm not the guy that that's gonna. Be, oh my god, he did. He said what? Oh, and people are writing articles about it now. It's like really, really. That's is that news? Is that really news? Oh. Tony Skiavone farted. I'm going to do an article on it. I mean, come on. I mean, Tony Khan is so rich, he probably wipes his ass with, you know, $500 bills. Write an article on that, why don't you? I mean, come on. Jeez Louise. So, <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Don's Don's contract. He's an EVP. He's not under contract. He's an EVP for crying out loud. It's that's that's not the is he's not a he's not a talent. Oh my god. These people, I swear to God. God, 
Gotta love him. Um, so yeah, Good Brothers save Young Bucks, and uh, you know that 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 Bullet Club drama continues. Then we get the reveal of the Rhodes baby that Brandy and Cody are going to have, and um, they do a big 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 show on this on the screen there with the confetti and whatever uh it's a girl so congratulations to uh the Rhodes family and uh yeah so cody's cody's gonna have a little girl brandy and brandy and cody are gonna have a little girl so that's awesome congratulations to them um cool that they did it on tv you don't see that a lot you know I don't think I've ever seen a a gender reveal before, but that's like a that's like a thing now. People make like big deals and they like throw parties over gender reveals now. That's something I've noticed over the course of the last what decade, between five to ten years. That's really become a thing. It's not just oh here's a picture, you know. No, we invite everybody over for oh and the big pink explosion or the big blue explosion or whatever. That's like a thing now. Hey, whatever. That's awesome. Happy for him. <laughs> Bill's boy. <laughs> Didn't Vampiro fart during a triple mania show? Yes, he did. And it was audibly wonderful. <sighs> obviously did not have access to the a mute button or whatever <laughs> oh god <laughs> critical stink but but the internet yeah but the internet that's why i don't post crap because of the internet. I promote my stuff and that's it. That is it. The internet. God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, congratulations to the Rhodes family. Uh, then we get FTR, Dax and Cash. No Tully. No Tully here. And that's that's also uh, weather related apparently. Uh, versus the Seidel brothers. We got Matt and Mike. Seidel. I cannot remember the last time that I saw Mike Seidel. I don't know if he's been working indies. I don't know if he's been like in Japan or I, I have no clue. Like I thought I saw him at a Ring of Honor show, maybe somewhere in the last, I want to say, decade it's so fuzzy to me i've seen him like once i just I, I forgot matt had a brother and then i saw like you know the, the uh, advertising for it and i was like oh my god matt's brother is gonna be on there that's pretty freaking awesome um Critical Sting says the last time you saw Mike Seidel is when the Rascals debuted on Impact. Holy crap. That was like, what, four years ago? Three, four years ago? 
because Dez won the cup. That was four years ago. That was 2017. And then I think the Rascals like formed like shortly after that, like within a few months of that, if I'm not mistaken. True Colors says this is uh, the Seidel brothers' first time teaming up. Is it really? Huh. So that's something. All right. Bell's boy says, yeah, the gender re rev a gender reveal caused the biggest wildfire in Southern California history last summer. Dumbass millennial crap. <laughs> I did not know that. No, you know what? I actually might have heard that somewhere. That's crazy. Critical Sting says Rascals debuted in 2018. Oh, okay. Could have swore it was earlier than that, but I'll take your word for it. So, interesting. Yeah, I don't remember Mike Seidel in Impact at all. Must have been a, a one-off or something. And I'm wondering if it was even when Matt was there. Had to have been, wasn't it? I don't know. Valet's <laughs> back. My tablet died. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad it's back to life. I'm just... Hit it with the paddles. All right. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah, great match with uh, FTR and the uh, Seidel brothers. It'll be interesting to see if they, uh, if we see more of them. And of course, you know, we're going to see more of FTR, of course. But, um, but the Seidel, it was great to see them. And for a while, this is kind of funny. I mean, they were wearing different trunks, but once, um, Matt got going and his hair started, you know, coming. I don't know if he had his hair in a ponytail or if it was just like back or what. But Mike has long hair too. And for a while, I was having trouble keeping track of who was who because they're, you know, it was like twin, twinning magic. So, <laughs> but it was great to see them. I hope, I uh, hope they stick around. Um, and I was thinking about this too. Sometime in the future, I'm going to have to look, cause I know there's like a ton of tag teams in the, um, in this, in this brand of AEW. And now it seems like we're getting more tag teams, especially if we've got guys like Matt and Mike tagging together. So, you know, does that mean that other tag teams are going away? What are they doing? They And they keep on bringing more and more teams to AEW Dark as well to, you know, be like, you know, like B teams for the main roster to, you know, stay fresh with and help their, their record, you know, and stuff like that. Um, and I'm, I'm okay as long as everybody's, you know, getting treated good and, you know, you, everybody gets – treated decently on television 
But um, but yeah, man, I got a lot of tag teams. And uh, you know, because it seems like tag a few tag teams like uh, like the Butcher and the Blade sometimes go away by the way go by the wayside. They don't get seen as much, you know. But they they made a vented here, which was great to see. So so let's uh, oh I almost forgot. Okay, so FTR wins this match. They win their match against the Seidel brothers, and then they grab. I, I, I just, once again, I blinked and all of a sudden I looked and they've got, uh, the doc's bag in the ring and they had like the, the, the medical scissors, whatever they cut the tape with or whatever. Um, the special kind of medical scissors and they were going to use it to cut the hair like you know, scalp them or what? I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, but they were going to cut the hair, and all of a sudden the lights go out. I was like, "Oh, what's going on? Who's, who's showing up now?" Another surprise, you know. Here I'm thinking maybe someone from Impact. I thought for a split second, but no, it's the returning of Jurassic Express. Um, Luchasaurus. It said he had a new mask. I didn't think it looked like a new mask. It just looked like one of his different ones. I could be wrong. But it's the return of. Jurassic Express, they chase off FTR and save the Seidel brothers. So, um, yeah, great to see those three back on TV again. You know, one of my favorite. I, I love seeing those guys. I always get the crowd riled up. Good old Jurassic Express. So, yeah, uh, I'm sure they're going to have a match to uh, keep this feud lit you know, lit or, you know, end it soon or whatever. So, and then on to the main event, uh, Eddie Kingston with the butcher and the blade versus, uh, the trio of, uh, John Moxley, Lance Archer and Ray Phoenix, man, this one was just loaded, absolutely loaded with action. Um, a lot of fun. Obviously, there's still bad blood between Mox and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston just keeps coming for Mox. I don't know why. It's like one of those. It's kind of like the Batman and the Joker. Joker just keeps, will not stop, you know? So, you know, Mox is just going to have to, like, put him out of his misery one of these days. And speaking of putting him out of his misery... We get a, a eerily similar response from Kenny later um, at the end of this. But yeah, great, crazy match. Um, doesn't get too nuts. This wasn't a hardcore thing at all. But I think someone did go through a, a what? I think someone did go through the announce table because I saw it strewn or broken or something, uh, or not announce table. The um, timekeepers table, they say or whatever. whatever. But yeah, so Mox, Mox, Lance, and Phoenix get the win here. But as soon as they get the win, uh, the Good Brothers attack Mox, and then o Omega comes out, and he's uh, he's not happy. He's not happy. So we, and I, I briefly mentioned this earlier. He's not happy because. 
Tony Khan has informed him, and this is actually a continuation from what we saw on TV last night on Impact Wrestling, because he said in that paid advertisement on on Impact Wrestling that he was going to uh, make sure that um, uh, Kenny had a visit, or, or Kenny was going to, Kenny was, what did he say? Kenny was going to uh, get a rivalry or, or get a match or whatever he said. I forget the exact verbiage. I'm sure someone will say it in the chat. Refresh my memory. But yeah, Tony said that uh, Tony Khan, or Tony said that Kenny Omega was going to um, get a surprise tonight. I believe that's what he said. Or he had a gift for him. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he had a surprise for him. So, um, <laughs> Allie doesn't wrestle. I would love to see Allie wrestle. I because she I can't even remember the last time she wrestled. She used to be in a tag team with Brandy, but that was short-lived, you know. And I think that was during that time where they were trying stuff out and it just didn't work or whatever. <laughs> Kenny's gonna get a gift, yeah, right. Um so Tony informs Kenny that Mox is getting his rematch. He's finally going to get his rematch for the title for a, for the AEW title at revolution. But here's the thing. Kenny Omega gets to pick the stipulation or pick what kind of match that they're going to have. Oh my God. And then here's where the, Oh, uh, Kenny Oneida jokes come in because uh oneida is for those that don't know and i don't know a ton about it so i'm not going to sit here and be like oh i'm an oneida per i i i'm an oneida expert no 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 no. i've heard of the name i've, I've seen specials on like japanese death matches and they are brutal they, they put some of the stuff around here that happens in the states to shame makes them look makes gcw or CZW almost look like kindergarten because they have these exploding matches where like the whole ring detonates and it's just crazy. It's, you know, so everybody gets blown to smithereens and everybody, everybody dies, you know? Uh, but <laughs> so Oneida is a death match or Japanese death match legend. Okay. So Kenny Upon finding out that Mox is getting his rematch, informs Mox that uh, it's going to be an exploding barbed wire death match. Oh my God. <laughs> We're, we've come full circle from the uh, unsanctioned match that they had, what, uh, whatever it was. It was one of the first pay-per-views, wasn't it? After Box showed up. The early, the early weeks and months of the Moxley Kenny Omega feud before there were any titles on the line, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. 
I can't wait for this. I, I don't know how the hell they're going to pull this off. Um, if, if it's one going to be one of those things where they put some like pyro boxes in the corner, uh, are they going to take down all the ropes and actually put up barbed wire? So it's like, you know, the proper barbed wire match. Are they just going to have like barbed wire wrapped around all the, um, ring ropes i know that's another way that some companies do it critical sting says lights out match full gear 2019 thank you so that was the one where they had barbed wire all, all over the place and then they ended up falling into a giant bed of barbed wire and that was crazy um Yeah, Valet, I, I miss her too. I miss Ellie too. She was great. Especially loved her in Impact Wrestling. She was great. Um, great character. Great character. So, but hey, you know, she's she's a she's a valet. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You think you'd think with all the um with the women troubles that they had over the course of the last year that she would have wrestled more, but whatever. Maybe she didn't. I just didn't notice it. I don't know. Um, so I just, <laughs> we, we we wig money is that what that is? We wig money says I just hope it's better than the last hardcore match. I don't remember what the last hardcore match was. They've had a few lately. They've had a few. <clears throat> maybe it's what she wants to do. Yeah, it maybe, maybe that's maybe she just wants to be a manager slash valet to that's to her husband, right? That's the um, uh, the blade, I believe. That's uh, Pepper. I can't remember his name. That guy. <laughs> Not the scary one with the apron. Um, <laughs> but, hey, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, great match with all these guys. And then um, the beatdown of Mox. I'm, I'm a little surprised that Phoenix and Lance didn't come to his rescue because I felt like this segment was long enough that they could have been revived and done something. But... If you noticed in the background, it looked like Jake was walking away before the match was barely done. So maybe he was just like, ah, they'll wrap it up and whatever. You know, I'm not going to overthink it, but it is what it is. I would have liked to seen something, though. Maybe that's something that will actually come up next week. Oh, and I want to bring up the card for... Uh, the updated card for Revolution. So, so that's the end of the episode. Um, crazy ending. I mean, uh, and Mox actually ends up uh, busting Kenny open the hard way with a headbutt, and then Kenny ends up giving Mox two V-trigger knees. And the look on Kenny's face, 
at the end of the show as they zoom in on him, like he's trying to like he's there, you know, they're zooming in on him and he's trying to look fierce and everything. But you can tell that the the pain is excruciating. Like if you've ever like you know hit your nose or whatever, and he was bleeding right here. That means that this whole upper part of his face was just agonizing had to be you know the, the, the water welling up in the eyes um man kenny just had to hold that for like 20 seconds like oh oh and then fuck my face you know it's just <laughs> oh man great segment though great great way to end it so yeah we're getting the title match at revolution what else here um this well this match was announced earlier in the night i didn't write it down so i'm glad we got the announcement here with the full card so far from ringsidenews.com face of the revolution ladder match um now there's three more competitors that are going to get announced there's a total of six here um but it's cody rhodes versus pentagon versus scorpio sky so hopefully cody will actually make it to this match because a few days before is when he's meeting shack apparently so just kind of weird but it is what it is um and whoever wins this ladder match is gonna get a shot at the tnt title i believe that's what it was so cody rhodes pentagon and scorpio sky tremendous and uh, we'll see who the last three are. Maybe someone new. Maybe someone new. Because that's that's how we got the debut of um, of uh, Cage. Was a surprise guy in uh, one of those ladder matches where he, he got a title shot. And uh, at Mox, I believe. Mox was a champ at the time. We've got the uh, AEW World Tag Team title match that was announced. I don't think this was announced yet. I could be wrong. Because um, all these weekly cards have been so big. It's Whenever they announce something for the, the pay-per-view, it's, it seems like it drowns out that news. Um, the AEW World Tag Team title match between the Young Bucks and uh, Inner Circles, MJF and Chris Jericho. That's going to be good. Uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Matt Hardy in a money match. We got that one announced tonight, too. The AEW Women's World Title match. We got uh, Hikaru Shida versus the winner of the Women's World Title Tournament. And then, of course, we got what we just talked about, the AEW World Title match. Uh, Kenny Omega defending against John Maxley. John Moxley finally, Maxley, Moxley, John, John Moxley finally getting his um, finally getting his rematch. Penta, I thought it was right. No, it's it's Pentagon. They said Pentagon. He was in the visual. Um. Yeah, exploding barbed wire deathmatch. My God. That's going to be crazy. Can't wait. Um, so, yeah. Solid episode. 
Um, not the best because there was uh there was definitely a couple points during the show where I was just kind of like, nah, it's it's not that's not cool, man. Um, you know, similar to finding out that uh, Carlito is not going to be around anymore in the WWE that he's done. Not cool. But when you can't do your gimmick, I mean, you know, what, what, what are you going to do? And that's, you know, spitting apples at everyone. It's not cool. You can't do that now. It's COVID. It's <laughs> all that stuff going on. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's not a perfect episode, but um, – I'd say a majority of the matches were a lot of fun. I was not happy about the whole, uh, you know, one minute uh, Orange Cassidy, Orange Punch, one one punch, you're done match. I was not happy about that, but whatever. Not going to lose my mind over it. That's wrestling. Uh, you got to get people on the show. Sometimes that's what you got to do. So, um. I mean, I want to see Luther in an exploding barbed wire death match with someone, you know, like Joy Janela, you know, book it. That's what I want. We'll have that for next revolution. How about that? We'll start a poll. Who do you want to see Luther in a barbed wire exploding death? Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so that's it for tonight's show. We went just a little over an hour. We try to keep this one to an hour. It is what it is. Thanks, everyone, for coming out for this. Much love to everyone. Stay safe. It's cold. It's nasty out, especially in other parts of the country where it's not typical. So stay safe, everyone. Um, Blood Rain says, Talia is supposed to wrestle again? No. I don't know where you heard that. I have not heard that. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. Maybe a one-off, but I doubt it. So, anyways, be safe, everyone. Much love. You know what we do as we get out of here? Smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So let you know when more of my content hits your screen. Also on the audio at anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast and there is a support button there you can help support the show for less than a dollar a month there's uh several tiers there to choose from you can share bits you can sub you can do all that stuff to help support the show birch link is also in the description as well some brand new birch in the theme of we didn't knock down everything amazing the old classic red and black nwo so go get you some brand new STP merch. We got mugs. We got hoodies because, fuck, it's cold outside. We got tees. We got tanks if it is warm somewhere. Or you want some workout gear or something. So, yeah, get yourself some new Smash This Podcast merch. So we'll see you tomorrow night over on that other little podcast called Total Nonstop. Impact for the throwback. We're doing number 58, I think they said. 58. So I'll be watching that during the day tomorrow. We'll join you for that. Hopefully Mark will join us and he'll have this power. We'll cross our fingers for that one. But nonetheless, we'll pull it off. Everyone stays. Oh, excuse me. Wow. Breathe, Jason. <laughs> Jason. Who's Jason? What? <laughs> 
Breathe, J-Bone! What the hell did you do <laughs> All right, folks, we're, we're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow night. Much love.